0: that went before us that's urging us on. And then you got this guy named Samson. Well, everybody knows Samson was a fool for a woman. Everybody know that. It's amazing the strength that a woman can have on a man, but she can But if it's the wrong woman, whoa. Or if it's the wrong women, you see, then, then, then it could be, it, it, it'll probably turn out to be a big problem for you, you know. But anyway, Samson, he loved girls, you know. And I ain't mad at him. I love him too. I ain't mad at him because he's a man. But he didn't have no wisdom with it. See, that was his problem. Well, I've been there too, so I can't talk too bad about him. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just being honest. But I can look at Samson and see my own self, you know. Because I've been a fool too. Ain't a man alive ain't been a fool at least one time, you know, at least one good gracious. You got you to be a fool one, at least one time you need to get stung. But anyway, just to let you know that the bees are out there to are you. I've been getting stung anyway, you know, so you're stung, you're just stung. You're going about your business, you know, learn how to stay away from that waltz nest. Amen? All right. Now, here's Samson. He's a judge, but he's an idiot. He's weak for women, the wrong women, you know. But he's one of those that's cheering us off, because he's gone before us. Then you got a guy named Jephthah. Well, Jephthah, he was a judge too. And he said, now look, if you, he made a vow. He said, Lord, if you let me take the enemy that I'm going after, the Amorites, if you, if you allow me to take these Amorites, then the first thing to step through my door, I'm going to offer it as a burnt offering to you, as a sacrifice of a burnt offering. Now, in other words, I'm going to put it on the altar of a burnt offering. I'm going to burn it up. Guess who came through his door after the victory, the first one? His daughter. That's why the Bible says don't make no rash. Bow with your mouth. So the little girl, for two months, she went up on a mountain, bewailed her virginity, and then she came on down and the man did what he said he was going to do. He made a vow before God. But he's one of them that's cheering us on too. He's one of them. And, and I think it's another one here in this, uh, in this verse that, that, that uh, David. Well, everybody know David. David was a murderer, adulterer, a peeping Tom. Well, wasn't he peeping in on Bathsheba? That's your hero, right? Say so the peeping Tom, but, he, but he's David. But he's still David, but he's peeping Tom. He's peeping in on another man. Well, he was doing it. And I'm just, he's on the rooftop peeping at him. That the first day he did it. He knew that woman was up there. He knew when she was. He's supposed to be out fighting. But anyway, David, one of them that's cheering us on, That's part of that cloud of witness. But that ain't all. Verse 33 says, And through faith subdued kings, who subdued kings, wrought righteousness. Now, this is some of the stuff we've got to go through. Wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, Daniel. quenched the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. These are some of the things that these folk done went through. That's urging us all. Out of weaknesses were made strong, waxed valiantly in fight, even when they were cowards, and turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured. These are some of those folk that's urging us on. Not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. See, they they had faith in a Better resurrection. These were people of the Old Testament. Before grace was offered to everybody. Verse 36 says. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yeah. Moreover of bonds and imprisonment. These are just some of the things. That these people that's urging us on. Went through. Verse 37 says. And they were stoned. They were. Sown asunder, Isaiah the prophet was sown in two with salt. Some of them were sown asunder, some of them were tempted, some of them were slain with the sword. One that about in sheepskin and goatskin, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, all for the faith that they believed in, on um, whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. I wonder how many of us would have that kind of faith. If our water, see, 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 if our water get turned off, we go to cry. If, if, if our electricity, if it come an ice storming, we lose electricity, we go crazy. And, and, and don't step in there two days with each other. You're about ready to kill everything. But these people lived in cages. I mean in uh, in caves. tortured, Destitute. Tormented. Eaten by wild beasts and everything. All for the faith. Verse 39 said, And these all, having obtained a good report. Watch this. They all obtained a good report through faith. But they didn't receive the promise. Did you see that? All of those people that... That we named off and more. All the way from Adam. All the way to Malachi. In that Old Testament. All those people. They. obtained A good report. But not the promise. But they, they. By their faith. They obtain. A good report. Now that's something. Wouldn't you think? Then here comes. Those of us who are of grace. And here is the clinching. It says, watch this. Verse 40. God having provided some better thing for us. For us. That they, without who? Say it again. That they, without who? Uh uh-huh say it one more time please I need you to get this in you for they without who oh should not be what made perfect without us all of these people the Davids now you understand the Moses the Adams all of them people in the Old Testament all of these Old Testament prophets and everything without us the Bible says that these people can't be made perfect Remember it said that they obtained the promise through faith, but they didn't obtain the promise itself? Why? Because when they passed that torch off to us, that relay brought in grace. And what grace did through us was reach back to them and got them. Now, the reason why they're so adamant about us making it, because if we don't make it, guess what? Caliber responsibility, ain't it, on us. Celebrity responsibility is something that we need to think about that can help us grow up. Because I could, I, I mean, I'd rather have four or five of us grow up than have a whole church full of babies. I'd rather have four or five of us understand what it is that we're responsible for. We are responsible for David and Moses and Adam and all of them. Every All of them. That cloud of witnesses already ran that. Ran that race. We're responsible according to this word. Y'all saw it. They say they can't be made perfect without us. Now do you still feel like playing church? When I saw that, it blew me away. Because now God just put, put, put more on us to understand the fact that, hey, if, if we don't make it, then they ain't going to make it. After all they've been through. Because the Bible says that in verse 40, God having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. We've got the better things. And without us, some people can't even be made perfect. Although they ran all these things, verse 39, having obtained a good report through faith, but they didn't receive the promise. They can only receive the promise through us. Man, that's real heavy for me. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But to know that I hold people lives like Adam and Enoch and Elijah and Samson and all of them people up through there, all them prophets, Ezekiel, all of them, we hold their promise in our hand as the church. Because without us, Bible says they can't be made perfect. So if the church don't make it, which we know it will, but if by chance, God, he's out of faith, but if by chance the church didn't make it, them people, all else would be in vain. And that's terrible, but see the church is gonna make it. The church is already making it because J- Jesus Christ. That's right, because Jesus Christ has already made it, and that's the good thing about it. Go over here to Ephesians nineteen. I meant two, verse nineteen through twenty-two. Being fellow citizens in this kingdom. Ephesians 2. 22. 19 through 22, okay? Everybody there? For therefore, we are no more what? See, we're not strangers, pilgrims, foreigners no more. Mm Mm-hmm. But we are fellow citizens with the saints. Well, and of the household of God. So we're not no more strangers to that no more. Praise God for that. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Now watch this. In whom all the building is how fitly framed how together. Growing unto a holy temple in the Lord. So first of all, we're fitly framed together in this temple of God. And we're growing into this temple of God. Amen? Verse 22 says, In whom ye also are built how? Together. Not apart, but we're built together for what? Our habitation of God through the Spirit, right? We're fitly framed together, right? That's what we are. We're, and we're built together. Fitly framed. You ever build a house? Fitly framed together. Alright? Fitly framed. Fitly framed together. And built up together. For what reason? As a habitation for God through the Spirit. For a habitation of God through the what? Through the Spirit. We're connected. Now, a lot of people don't understand this. Not, they, they, don't, they don't get it. Now, in order to be fitly framed together, we got to be cut right. Amen? So, I told you all this a while back, years ago. you got two-by-fours, you got ladder strips. You got two by sixes. You know, you got two by eights. You got all different kinds, right? Circumcision. That's the lumber yard. That's where everybody gets circumcised. In order to do what? To be fitly framed together. How would it look to have... This is why it's so important to stay in your position. How would it look to have... A 2x4, trying to cover that, when that's at least 8 to 10 inches, probably 10. That wouldn't fit, would it? Didn't he say we'd be fitly framed together? Fitly framed, right? Okay. How would I look coming in here with a size 50 suit on? I look real crazy when I? I look like some of them young boys. With the pants falling off, easy access, showing yourself. Yeah. They'll do something to you in the pen with the one I was in. Yeah, they'll do something to you. Okay, you be my girl. Yeah, you will to wear your pants now? We need to keep them down. Yeah, how you like me now? Go back to the federal pen on you, show you what, show you what real pen is. Run around here with your drawers hanging out, your dirty drawers. Can't nobody stinking and thinking that's cool. Ain't nothing cool about a fool. Nothing. Get you some education. Like the old folks say, some education. Get educated. Because educated folk wear their pants where it's supposed to be. I'm talking about being fitly framed together. You know what I'm saying? So when you walk in a place, you're walking in there sharp. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't walking in there looking like a dodo. You're walking in there sharp, professional. You know, I'm trying to show y'all something. That's what I'm doing. Ain't y'all tired of seeing our brothers walk around looking, looking the way they looking? Huh? Y'all tired of that by now? Get professional. Become a pro. In what you do. So he said, Now we're fitly framed together, growing, key word, growing, to a holy temple of God in the Lord. And we are built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. We're going to get out of here early. Somebody say amen. But you're going to get fed. You're going to get fed. Revelation 21. Verse 16 and 17. Still dealing with this growing. Revelation 21. 16 and 17. See, see, this is dress rehearsal. This is just a rehearsal. It's dress rehearsal. You know? That's what this is so when you look in the mirror of God, you can see, okay, I'm dressed right. I'm looking right. The Bible talks about over here in Revelation about the new Jerusalem. Remember, we're fitly framed together, right? So in this life, we're circumcised. That's the sawmill circumcision. Cuts us in the right direction so that we can be fitly framed together. In order some things to be fitly framed together, some things got to be notched out. Some things got to be taken out. Some things got to be shortened. Some things got to be left alone. Some things got to be sanded. Oh, we don't like being sanded on, do we? But in order to get smooth, some things got to sand you, right? I'm talking about building a house. See, 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 when you're building a, a, a living house... Then you're dealing with emotions, feelings, and everything else. You see. And when something is alive, you're cutting on it. It don't like it too well. Because nobody likes getting cut on. But in order to be fitted properly, we we understand that we know that this is vital. This must needs be. Like Jesus said, I must needs go through Samaria. Why? Because he knew that there was one down there that he was going to get saved, and through her, some more of them was going to get saved. See, he knew. So when we look at Revelation 21, verse 16 and 17, talking about this fitly framed together, it says in verse 16, Revelation 21, verse 16, And the city lie four square. That means it's total. That means the contact, that we have with God is going to be a total encounter with him. Amen. Because remember, we're being built how together for a habitation of who? God through the what? Spirit. Amen. So we're going to have a total contact with God. The city life, full square. And the length, which represents his love, is as large as his breath or his holiness. And he measured the city, the encounter that we have, with the reed, which is the power of God, 12,000 furlongs, and the length, which is the length of love, and the breadth, which is the breadth of holiness, and the height, which is the height of his glory. They're all equal. You see, God's love is equal to his holiness. God's holiness is equal to his glory. Amen? Amen? It's no, it's all the same. It's 12,000 furlongs. Well, when you count 12,000, it's 1,500 miles. Amen? 12,000 is, 12,000 furlongs equal 1,500 miles. Okay? Now, when you count 1,500, 1 plus 5 plus 0 plus 0, what does it equal? Six and six is because cause, cause it's, it's a technique how we count numbers biblical numbers so the technique is that's why it says in in the book of uh, the 13th chapter of revelation he that has wisdom let him count the numbers and the number is six 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 you know it, it tells you got to have wisdom and understanding in order and that's what i'm giving you how to count the numbers see see 12,000 furlongs equals 1,500 miles. When you count 1,500, you count it in the mystery. It's 1 plus 5 plus 0 plus 0, which is 6. And 6 is the number of man. So he's talking about man here. And, and, and wasn't he talking about man when he said that the building is built together, fitly framed together? Didn't he say that? That we're all fitted together? Now, God's word tells us that. It's 12,000 furlongs, 1,500 miles. But then I want you to look at verse 17. And he measured the wall. Now the wall is that place that represents us, I mean that protects us. It's the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. See, it's a protector. And the measure, and, and he measured the wall thereof. And look what he did. It was 144 cubits. All right. 144 cubits. When you count 1 plus 4 plus 4, it equals what? 9 is the Christed man, right? Ain't that the hour that Christ died? He, so it represents the Christed man in us. Still talking about man. Still talking about the, 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 the city, uh, the New Jerusalem. Still talking about the building that was fitly framed together, which is man. Now, look how he measured this thing. The Bible says he measured the wall thereof, and 144 cubits, which is nine, the number nine, the Christy man. And notice that it was according to the measure of a what? And then he turned it to a, you see what he did? No, you were right, ain't it? You were right. You, you took it on to the, to the fullest. You see, what he did was, it appeared that he was measuring man. See, when he did the measurement, he measured the measurement of a man that had been Christed. And when a man has been Christed, he's not a man no more. He's an angel. Because the Bible says that y'all won't be like me and y'all will be like angels. You see what I'm saying? So what what was being done was that measurement was done in order... For us to be measured as an angel, not as a man. It looked like he was measuring a man. He said, now the measurement is according to the measure of a man. But that man ain't a man no more because he's been Christed. So therefore, he's been resurrected to the state of an angelic being. You got it? It's word, ain't it? It's word. You see it right there. So what I'm trying to get the church to understand, and I'm closing, is that church those people that died from Adam all the way up to the book of Malachi, from Genesis to Malachi, those people are dependent on us because they know that the reason that they are urging us on is because they know that if these jokers that we gave this baton off to, if they don't make it, then we're not going to be made perfect either. So they to—they need to be urging us, Right? You know, they urging us, they, 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 are pressing, praying for us, uh, rooting us on in our sleep and dreams and everything. they, they, they pushing us to, to don't give up, don't give up, just keep running. You're almost there. Don't give up. Don't give up. And so many of us ain't listening. God, and that's so disheartening. But I have to go back to the word of God where it said it ain't going to be but a remnant. It ain't going to be but a few that can take this thing and make it. And that's the sad part about it. Because along the way, you know, look, okay. God gave us an indication back in Exodus. About a million or more people left. Egypt. And by the time they got to the promised land. And by the way, the promised land wasn't from, from, from Mount Sinai to, to Canaan. was eleven and a half 11 and a half day journey. From Egypt to Canaan uh, to, to, to Mount Sinai was about a three days journey. So the whole journey from Egypt to the Canaan wasn't but about, let's see, 11, 12, 13, 14 and a half days. Two forty 40 years. Two forty 40 years to do... Well, well, look at us. Look, look, we, we ain't no different. We could have been to the promised land. We could have been rich. We could have had everything. Yeah, we could have. But, 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 but so we can't, we can't talk about them because we, 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 we are them. <laughs> we done the same thing. You know, God took us to the border, showed us. We can take it, two of them. Rest 10 of them. Now we can't take them. They're they too big for us. So we don't get what we're supposed to get. But over a million of them left Egypt. Talking about the remnant. But by the time they got over here, didn't but two of the original that left Egypt Joshua and Caleb didn't but two of them make it in. That's a remnant, y'all. And one was a Jew and one was a Gentile. It represents grace. Joshua was a Jew. Caleb was a Gentile. And, he was, and the thing about Caleb, Caleb was brought in to the tribe of Judah just like us. Because we're Gentiles and we are Israelites through the tribe of Judah because Jesus came through the tribe of Judah. I'm giving you your identity. Who you are. You are. You're not the head. I mean, you're not the tail. You're the head. And you got to realize who you are, and not only that, but you got to take this torch, and 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 run with it because you know you got a big responsibility. You got some heavyweight men and women that's dependent on us. When you think about that thing, you know, see, our heroes are really we're their heroes, and they pushing us. They're pushing us because they say, oh God, if they're if they going make it. You know, they got to make it. It's not a if I make it. It's I got to make it. I got to get up and serve the Lord. I got to. I can't let this mess down here mess me up. I, I, I can't. I can't. You know? I look at Marsa. mama let work all day and her foot was hurt. But that still came with a swollen foot to hear the word of God. You think God know if man see that? Do you not think God see that? I mean, come on, y'all. Think about that. This man here, leg hurt. I can use him for an example. Ricky, prime example. One of the most committed people. I wish I had a th- just 10 more Rickies. If I just had 10 more of them. Just 10. That's just committed. Because Rick stay in his lane. And do. you know I tell Rick what he do. He. I never told Rick what his job was. God did. And he'll tell you right quick what his job is. And he'll say it with pride. You don't have to tell, never tell him. He going, I'm serious, people. Do you not know God see that? But I see it too. I see what everybody do here. I see how dedicated everybody is here. Who is and who isn't. I see it. I can tell when one about to drop out. I can. I've been doing this thing a long time now. Seen a lot. I can tell you. I can tell when a sheep is sick. I can tell you. And when I try to get a sheep the medicine, they spit it out most of the time. A sick sheep will. Really. They don't want to get well. They don't want to get well. And that's sad because death could come at any time. Jesus Christ. See, that's what I'm talking about. Death could come at any time, church. And if death came upon us, are we going to be ready? Are we going to be ready? I mean, it can happen, people. I mean, it can happen. It can happen. So with that, all I can say is this. Remember, we're citizens of the kingdom of God. With the head and not the tail. we got a great responsibility because there are others that have gone in before us that are urging and pushing us on. It's, we're not by ourselves. We've got a cloud of witness. We've got a cloud of witness. And, and, and knowing that those people are urging us on, you can go to any of them in that book at any time, now that you know that we're urging, that, 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 that we're responsible for them, and we can see what they went through and gain some insight on what we need to do and how we need to do it. Amen? Give God praise, church.
1: Being a parent, you carry a lot of responsibility for your children, and even though a lot of times they don't do right, but that there's a weight. I promise. So it's just important. Just you know, I've never looked at it in that sense, and I thought about uh, being fitly framed together. Before I go to fitly framed, I thought about um, those that those that are cheering us on, those that have gone on before us, all that they went through. Now, they went through some stuff. And if we, can, if we bump our toe, or stomp our toe, we'd reach crazy. Huh. But can you imagine what they had to go through for the kingdom of God, for the sake of the kingdom? I mean, they were the pioneers that paved the way, and they went through some stuff. I mean, what about your faith? H- how will your faith stand? And he our faith is going to be tested now. The same way they were tested and they passed, even though they didn't receive the promise, what about us today? I, how is our faith? Will we be able to stand, or will we stand, in, in, in the midst of adversity? Because there's a lot of stuff, and, and it's been said over and over, there's a lot of stuff come, yet to come down to you. And our faith is going to be, it's already being tested, it's going to get worse. But will we be willing to stand up for what's right? Will we will be Will we be barriers uh, uh, of the kingdom of God? Cause our faith is going to be tested, and all of that is happening. Why? So we can become one of those planks huh, uh, that's going to be fitly framed. And, you know, and we don't we don't like pain, but to be fitly framed, got to, got, there got has got to come some pain because see we got to be cut. I mean, we don't like being cut. We don't like it, but all that has to happen. You see, God is building us. We're the building that He's building. We just don't know. We're the New Jerusalem. We're, we're the New Jerusalem. Y'all so hear? Y'all hear? What the Spirit is saying we've, we've got somebody that's cheering us on. And we've got to run this race with patience and endurance, knowing that the Lord, the Lord sees the path that we're going to take. And by, I'm praying, Lord.